Hello, hello, hello! What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Driving with Randy! How is everybody doing today? My name is Road Rage Randy, and this is the Driving with Randy podcast, a podcast I started three and a half years ago from my 2007 Toyota Sienna Silver Edition. Coming at you live from the 2018 Subaru Forester Black Edition, ladies and gentlemen. The, the life of Randy. Yeah, we, I, I've definitely noticed over the years that um, life goes up and life goes down. The downs suck, but when you bounce back and you get over it and you problem solve and things just seem to add up and life turns around and is fucking fantastic. I will settle on those details later. I want this podcast to be focused. I want to be very, very focused in on the main topic of discussion today. I know people don't like long intros and they like to get straight to the point. But also, fuck you. I do what I want here over at the Driving with Randy podcast. We are going to discuss a book. A book that I have, I mean, I'm tech, I, I consider myself done, all right? There's 20 minutes left, and the, I'll be honest with you, the last two hours of this audio have just been, like, painstakingly boring. Like, holy fuck. It's, it's just become mind-numbing. We'll, we'll call it mind-numbing. The book we are talking about today is called... My Lobotomy by Howard Dully. So, some of you may be familiar with this man's story. You might be familiar with lobotomies. Um, I remember way back in the day when I first found out what a lobotomy was, I watched a documentary on YouTube and learned all the ins and outs of the lobotomy. And it always came back to a man named Mr. Freeman. Now, Mr. Freeman was the guy who popularized the lobotomy. And now Howard Dully was one of his subjects. And Howard Dully wrote this book. Um, it's, a, it's, it's titled My Lobotomy. It goes over his life and how he felt the lobotomy has affected him in a day-to-day way, in a lifetime, because when Howard was 12, he had the lobotomy done. Obviously, Howard didn't know what the hell was going on or what the procedure did, but it left him with years and years of question. Now, this book, I have told a couple people about it while I've been listening to it, it was, we kind of go through his life in the beginning, and it's very, very obvious that he was abused as a child. He would get hit, he would get um, treated in ways in which his brothers and sisters weren't treated. His brother and sister would do something, blame Howard, Howard would get hit. Howard does something, blame a brother and sister, Howard would get hit. Howard was the one that was the the fall guy basically. He just would get hit 
Yeah, uh, get the paddle from his dad. His stepmom absolutely despised him, and his stepmom was actually the reason that this lobotomy happened. Now, when I read this part of the book, I remember telling somebody at work, and we're just like, "This is fucked." So his stepmom went to multiple doctors to try to get Howard diagnosed with something. I believe it was nine. And every doctor basically said the same thing. There's nothing wrong with this child. The problem is with you. That is the problem. You are the problem. Why don't you seek therapy? And she just wasn't buying it. She continued to beat Howard. And it, it basically got to a point where she met with Freeman. And now Freeman was kind of the guy that he had this procedure and he just wanted to do it. He, he was a, I don't know, a, a weird, he had this weird obsession with just wanting to shove ice picks in people's frontal lobes. So if you're not familiar with what a lobotomy is, basically it started out where they cut open your cranium and they would stick a pick into your frontal lobe and basically split it. And what ended up happening was over the course of this man, so this guy didn't actually create it. He learned about it from a South American guy who called it a lacotomy, I believe. And then he brought it back and it was named a lobotomy. And he basically performed a lot of these a lot of these and he got to the point where he found a method of sticking the ice picks through your eye socket your orbital that's why it's called a transorbital lobotomy so he would shove it through your eye socket and he'd use the ice picks and perform the lobotomy that way you wouldn't be under anesthetic you would just get electromagnetic therapy and then he'd clunk you with the ice picks. Uh, the doctor was very, I don't know, he liked to take pictures during all of this. One of his, the first one that he actually videoed, I believe the guy died on the operating table. He documented these procedures, like he took pictures before, after, he frequently perform these in front of people. He had a vehicle he called the Lobotomobile. And he'd go around and be filled with ice picks and he'd go to these mental institutions where he'd normally charge like uh, an absurd amount for these procedures where he'd do it for like 25 bucks a pop and he'd go around and he'd boom, 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 boom. And when he did Howard, his post interview with Howard, he put in his notes that Howard seemed unaffected. Um, what did he say? Something along the lines of like straight-faced and uh, stoic. Something along those lines. Like, no shit, you just shoved an ice pick in his frontal lobe. What the hell do you expect? So majority of the time this procedure would leave people as vegetables. Just absolutely horrific. Actually, Roosevelt's daughter, I believe, had one. And it wasn't too uncommon that these lobotomies would per 
be performed more than once. Like the body heals itself and these guys would become no longer potatoes and they'd have personality again. So they'd go and ice pick. And basically, Freeman was just wanting to perform these things. And over the course of two months, Howard's stepmom was attempting to basically convince this man that her son was, Howard, was mental. And it wasn't until later in the book, so we basically go through the process, he gets the lobotomy and we go through his life growing up post lobotomy. And then towards the end, when he became a more successful adult. Now, once this lobotomy happened, he was getting caught in all this kind of trouble. He was, he, he has a felony for, he was, um, he was basically writing fake checks and buying things at pawn shops to make money. And he got caught and he didn't serve any time because they'd just bring him to the mental institution and they'd be like, yeah, he got a lobotomy, he's not mentally sane. And he was actually checked in full time into a mental institution on the, um, like instead of being charged with his second felony, that's what they did. They just checked him into this institution. And towards the end of the book, he gets in contact with like a radio show or a TV show and they want to do a special on him. And he reluctantly agreed to it, but he did all the interviewing, he talked to all the therapists, all the doctors, and towards the end, fuck, we're in traffic, and I wanna get home. I just worked a 16 fucking hour day. That's all I've been doing is working these 16 hour fucking days, and I'm stuck in traffic. Let's go! Um, but yeah, he he does these things, or he, he um, I, I lost train of thought. I tried to carry on like I didn't, but I definitely lost the train of thought there. Well, he do, carries out these interviews and the catch is he does one with his dad. Now, this is the part of the book where book-wise, it just bored the living fuck out of me because it's two chapters of him going through the interview and then it's two chapters of him talking about the show that aired, which is the exact goddamn thing that they just talked about in the two previous chapters. I just felt like it was kind of redundant to post the, the same thing. So it was basically like two hours of the book that were just the same thing. He kept reiterating the same thing he had already talked about. Every question that he talks about, I already knew the answer to because he talked about it previously in the previous chapters. It just, it, it bothered me a little bit. It, it, the, the way that that was published actually kind of bothered me a little bit. That's why there's 20 minutes left and I just don't have a desire. Um, he is still alive. He is still alive to this day. He was the youngest man to get a lobotomy, I believe, at the age of 12. Like someone who is pre-adolescent, clearly didn't deserve it. His stepmom lied about him killing his younger brother. So Freeman diagnosed him as a schizophrenic. And schizophrenia was, um, a, a, the lobotomy was considered a cure or a a temporary solution for people with schizophrenia. But this, he, the way he said it was like, 
everything that was presented was like the um he got mad when people changed the channel when he was watching something he got mad when this and this and this he got this when this and this and this happened which is like normal human reaction normal child reaction to what is happening to him he did not deserve that lobotomy and it's it's really fucked up um i i think all right i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of change the tone here the funniest thing in the book and i listened to this on the way to work and i told somebody at work and i just thought it was so fucking funny so Howard's dad ended up divorcing the stepmom. And Howard wrote in his book, said, God, that just something reeks. I don't know what it is. It just fucking reeks in this car. Um, but he said, you, you let her get your son a lobotomy and you marry her. She hits your dog and you divorce her. And I just thought that was really fucking funny because it's like, yeah, that's fucked. That is fucked. Um, during the interview, it sounds like his dad is very unremorseful about what happened. He says, there's no reason to say sorry. What is done is done. And I don't know. It, uh, it, I think it's definitely an interview that I'm gonna have to check out although I know the answer to every question because it's been over with now twice in said book. What the fuck are you doing? You're driving halfway between the lanes. I'm trying to get home. We, I've just had a 16 hour day. You're a dumb fuck too. Like, why are you both driving in the middle of the lane? Fuck off. Um, anywho, I, I don't know. I would give that book like a three out of five. I definitely enjoyed the beginning, but the end was just, went, when it takes that much out of me where I put it at one and a half speed to listen to it, I just don't think I'm going to fucking listen to I just don't want to listen to it again. It was definitely interesting. I just, I'm going to say three out of five. My Lobotomy by Howard Dully. Three out of five. I, I'd say worth the read if lobotomy interests you, but it's kind of hard to get through in my opinion. Um, next up, uh, I have currently nine holds for the library the next book review so the next podcast is going to be at the state fair the next book review i believe is going to be the or my uh the immortality key and the immortality key is something that's been on my hold list for like 16 weeks and it really really interests me it is basically about psychedelics and the creation of religion and it goes kind of that route which i think is interesting i like to be open-minded to that kind of stuff so i'm gonna definitely check that out and i will report back here on i believe it's more into the mushroom side of things whereas um he has sequels where he travels into the other things like lsd and um it's it's incredibly interesting to me i i've listened to him on a couple podcasts forget his name off the top of my head um you type the immortality key in and I, i'm sure it pops up 
but that that'll be the next book review um i i just the the what i just don't understand what these cars are driving i i just can't be the only one that's this fucking impatient right now like you're halfway over the goddamn lane too what is wrong with you guys anywho ladies and gentlemen i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i am i i am tired um i have two more days of doubles and then i work a singular job and then i start a very special job that i will talk about in a another podcast not this week um but like i said your boys being successful out here in the world road rage randy a little dull this week not not so hyped i'll drink a, i see i was going to record this this morning but then i'm like it's 5:40 a.m. i don't want to record i'm going to record tonight so i chose tonight so that's the kind of podcast that you get kind of low energy i know i had some cursing in there i mean those guys just were stopped and i want to get home i just want to get home if you want to donate to the podcast venmo paypal link is in the description as always go ahead leave a review i appreciate it very much everybody that tunes in each and every week has been absolutely wonderful um we're kind of in the usual where during the summer um i i have a high spike during the beginning of the summer and then towards the end it starts to die off but then once we get into fall and winter everything just ends up working out again um the numbers are still doing well and i'm still very much enjoying this podcast this podcast is going absolutely nowhere no matter where i go in life you guys will go with me ladies and gentlemen i hope to see you guys back next week if i don't i hope you guys have a wonderful life. Peace.